0: what really i think for me made it amazing was because you engaged Mm. in a very different way than you do in normal life you stood up on a on a bench on a seat in the big huge theater and pounded your chest and did a tarzan yell as loud as you could in front of hundreds of people that you didn't know and you did that for me because you knew it would be fun for me and you love me welcome to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse we're your hosts paul and shannon elmore and on today's episode are you willing to sacrifice for your spouse
1: yeah i am are you
0: most of the time
1: (laughs) we'll see Earlier today, you and I just went for a walk right before we sat down to do some podcast recording here.
0: We did because the sun is out and your wifey needed some sun. For
1: the 20 minutes the sun was out, we tried to grab it. And we were walking around and I asked a question. I asked the question, is there anything that you've had to give up because you're married to me specifically? And I kind of front loaded by saying, because I'm married to you and you have massive allergies to cats and dogs, we don't get to have a dog or a cat. We don't get to have a pet because your head swells up like a big balloon and you can't breathe and you drop dead. And (laughs) I would probably prefer to have you than a puppy, even though I really want a puppy right now. I have to give up. I have to sacrifice that thing because I have chosen to be married to you. And I said, is there anything... That you've had to give up because you're married to me specifically.
0: And my answer was yes.
1: What have you had to give up because you are married to me?
0: So I have actually had to give up a lot of social life. Yes. I know that sounds kind of weird because I can go out and hang out with friends. Mm -hmm. But.
1: How do I handle social things?
0: You like to hide in the corner and observe everything. And you don't actually enjoy Well, particularly early in our marriage, you didn't enjoy being around people. It was uncomfortable. And so we didn't do a lot of stuff with people or groups or things like that, which for a stay-at-home mom, Mm -hmm. that was pretty difficult. So I spent a good majority of our marriage isolated, not because you wouldn't let me go do things, because I could have chosen to go to different group activities or things like that. But... It's not as much fun to go without your spouse because I want to have shared experience. I want to be able to come home and talk about the fun that we had or talk about what we experienced together. And you can't do that if only one of you goes. And for Uh, me, that's just not fun. No. I love doing stuff with you, but I want us to do stuff together with other people.
1: Yeah. And because of my... Massive off the chart introvertedness. I am not a people person. I do like to find the nice cozy corner and have just some sort of, you know, beverage in my hand. And if I can avoid interacting with people, I will do that at all costs. Right. Originally, that's because of my own insecurity, my my own stuff that I hadn't worked through yet. Right. Now that I've worked through it and I understand it, I still like to do it because it's still comfortable. Right. But it's not always best. It's not always the wisest or the kindest way to relate because I'm not alone in life anymore. I'm right. married to you and you like to do things. And I need to learn how to develop my social skills and my small talk interactions and my engagement with people so that I am not costing you an experience or right. or something that is actually life-giving to or you. Or something
0: that fills my cup, I was yeah. thinking, because you know when i've been able to go out with yep. girlfriends or have a good business meeting where it just yep. goes really well that i am just energized, energized. Yeah, big afterwards time. Big time. and so to not be able to have that energizing piece because yeah. for you you can go sit in a corner and your cup can be totally filled yep. and but that's not the case for me right i was also telling you that one of the reasons why our 25th anniversary cruise was so amazing i mean it was off the charts uh how do you say that top of the off the top of the charts i don't know anyway it was keep trying keep trying (laughs) it was the best experience that we have had i think in all of our marriage i mean we've had a lot of really good ones but i can't think of anything that tops that right and why well, for a few reasons, but one very large reason. So we did a build-up. We did a 52-week week. countdown. Yep. So we constantly had it in our mind. So yep. we were anticipating it and anticipating it and thinking about it and being excited about it. Yep. And so that built it up, which is really important to do.
1: Yep. Anticipation is really important.
0: What really, I think, for me, made it amazing was because you engaged hmm. in a very different way than you do in normal life. One of my friends told me that when you go on a cruise to volunteer for everything.
1: Which is like death warmed over hearing those words coming out yes. of your friend's mouth.
0: Yes, for you. Yes. And well, because I love to win things. Yes. So volunteering and that might mean I might win something. Yes. Awesome. And you're like, oh, but you said I will do whatever you want to because i want this to be fun for you mm-hmm. or something along mm-hmm. those lines and you volunteered for stuff you stood up on a on a bench on a seat in the big huge theater and pounded your chest and did a tarzan yell as loud as you could in front of hundreds of people that you didn't know yep. and you did that for me yep. because you knew it would be fun for me and you love me yeah And the table that we were at for dinners, same people every night for the whole week, the first night we got there, nobody was talking. It was such a quiet table. Everybody was so shy. And my introverted husband starts the conversation and keeps the conversation going and gets everybody to engage. And we thought, okay, so now everybody's kind of know each other. We go back the next night. And it was the same thing. Everybody was quiet. And my sweet, loving husband engaged everybody and got Mm -hmm. everybody to participate. participate, Yes. And by the end of the week, we were all kind of talking and and we really connected with another couple Mm -hmm. there. But just the way that you put yourself into where we were at, participated and were actively involved, it made my experience that much better. And now we have something that we can talk about and we can relive and we can think about because we experienced it together Yeah. where we could have gone and we could have just sat and watched everybody else volunteering. And that wouldn't have been as much fun for me because no. I like that aspect. And so for you to come alongside me and do that with me.
1: Here's how bad this turned out for me. I want everyone to get an idea of how bad this is. <laughs> oh, no. Because we volunteered <laughs> for a dating game kind of kind of deal. And again, I don't know why in the world this stupid cruise director picked us again.
0: Because we had already won the yes. VIP Yes, package. and we got picked again. Yes.
1: And so we play this dating game, and on a cruise, they're asking all of the kind of risque questions, and you're supposed to ham it up and have fun. And, you know, we talked about things on that cruise, which we don't normally talk about on our podcast, because we're polite. And I'm thinking, great, all right, that's just one little game. No, they record it, and then they put it on loop, and it plays <laughs> the entire week that you're on the boat, and anyone can tune into to the, the cruise ship channel on their TV and watch the games being played. And we
0: had no idea. We
1: had no idea. And so when we walked through the dining room on our way to our table, there were people who were pointing at us. They're going, hey, nice answer about answer number three or what?" And it's like, oh, my gosh. Or I hope they burn these tapes somewhere. I hope these never get released on the Internet ever.
0: (laughs) Or, hey, there's the guys that were on TV. We saw you this morning when we woke up. It's like, what? Oh, my gosh.
1: So, again, I don't seek the limelight in any way. And yet it was fun. I want you to know I don't do this begrudgingly. I actually had a lot of fun. Number one, because it's just fun to kind of escape your personality and do things that are completely different. That's why a vacation is to vacate kind of your norm. Right. But I had a blast because I watched you become a giddy little schoolgirl who enjoys winning prizes and who enjoys those experiences and being special and getting the VIP seats in the middle, second row, back, and the bottles of champagne, even though we give them away because we don't like champagne, and we get the chocolate-covered strawberries, and we get to win. You love to win. I do. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I want to make sure... That as we go through the next 25, 30 years of our marriage, that I can continue to understand the things I need to change and grow within my personality, within my fears, within my story, so that I am not costing you something, so that I am not making you miss out on something. Now, I wish you could do that for me and just change your allergies so we could buy a puppy. Right. But Medical things. There's just some things you can't change. Sure. Totally understandable. Even though you've talked about hypoallergenic dogs and blah, blah, blah and everything else like that. We have a willingness to sacrifice for each other and to do things that are uncomfortable because of that. Occasionally we get to make good memories for each other. And I want that to happen more frequently, more often and have it become a regular part of our marriage so that we are trying to outdo each other sacrificially. Right. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a little bit tricky right now. But
1: even, even you know, when we go for a walk, right. do you want to go this way or do you want to go that way? What are you feeling? What is enjoyable for you? Well, we right. get to ask each other, how long of a walk do you want to go? It's the attention. It is the responsiveness. It is the, I want to make sure that my wife is fulfilled. And you want to make sure that your husband is fulfilled. Yes. That is a skill that we've had to learn, and it only took us 25 years on a (laughs) cruise to figure it out. But we finally figured it out, and we get to just do that on a regular basis, over and over and over. You know where it plays out most often for you and I on a daily basis? It's not on a cruise for our 25th anniversary. There's one particular place where it plays out most often every single day. Really? Yes. The minute I say it, you're going to go, "Oh, oh, yes. Hmm. How do you like to go to bed?
0: oh how
1: do you like to go to bed
0: i like to snuggle in bed while we watch something on tv
1: and how do i like to go to bed sometimes just straight to sleep yeah get into bed and turn off the light yeah and you feel what about that
0: i don't like it at all
1: okay just a little bit
0: (laughs) no a lot of it
1: and when i say honey can we just get into bed and go to sleep you do what Yeah, it's, I, it's painful. I get, I get
0: disappointed. I think if I had a prior to, like in the evening yeah. when we're getting ready for bed, if yeah. you said, hey, tonight I would just like to do this, that way I can shift my expectations yeah. because this is just how we have always gone to bed. Yeah. And for the years and years that that's how we went to bed, I never knew that you like, you never told me that you like to go to yep. bed any other way. So. I don't like going to bed that way. Here's why. And this, I guess I should think about it from your perspective too. So I'll get to that in just a second. (laughs) Yeah, that might be nice. (laughs) When we just go to bed, get in bed, turn the lights out. Well, first of all, when we go to bed and just be on our phone and you're reading or something, to me, that feels like going to bed very disconnectedly because- By that time, I'm ready just to be with you and being on our phones is not being with you. Watching TV is being with you because I can snuggle up next to you. We're doing something together. It's that together piece. When we go to bed and just turn out the light, I can't fall asleep you snuggle up next to me which is fine you're asleep in like three seconds and then you're snoring in my ear and I lay there for an hour or two waiting to finally fall into la la sleep land yeah and it doesn't happen yeah now I suppose when we watch something okay I don't suppose I know when we watch something uh I will oftentimes fall asleep while we're watching it, and then you can't fall asleep. Because... Oftentimes? <laughs> no, I don't fall asleep all the time, just a good Every majority. Time.
1: No. Every time.
0: No, I don't. <laughs> just a good majority of the time. Because my brain shuts down. And it works for you. Yes. It's what you need. It's what I need, and I need more than you need. <laughs>
1: And this is why we do bedtime that way most of the time, because it's more important to you. It's what you need. But it would be nice, again, if you were to go, huh, I wonder why he just wants to kind of be on his phone for a few minutes and then go to sleep. I wonder what that does for him.
0: Right. I really should do that. (laughs) I'll think about
1: it. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's funny.
1: This is just a normal daily way that, again, if couples can learn how to be aware of this, going, oh, my wife wants it this way and I want it that way. Who's going to sacrifice? I want it this way and she wants it that way. Who's going to sacrifice? Marriage is about sacrificial living. That is what makes marriage survive. It makes marriage thrive because it's now no longer... You're taking something from me and and why don't you think about me? It is, I get to sacrifice for you and I derive joy and pleasure out of making you feel fulfilled. That right. is what marriage can be. And it's not easy. It's not natural. But it can be learned and it can make your marriage better. And that's what secure marriage is founded upon. That's off of a First Peter framework. It is what we want every couple to learn how to do is to remove the selfishness out of the marriage and get people out of that survival brain, which says, I want to make sure I get my needs met first and get into a relational brain, that mutual selflessness yep. and learn how to live that way. For us, 25th anniversary on a cruise or every night when we go to sleep <laughs> and figure out how we're going to bed. That's how it plays out in our life. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're going, oh, I know exactly what they're talking about. We always fight about dinner. We fight about what direction we you know, take the kids to school or whatever, whatever, whatever. We want you to start practicing or see what it feels like to go, let's do it your way, honey. Let's see how that feels. And usually when you start to offer that, the other person goes, oh, that's an invitation. I want to do it your way next time. Again, if they're healthy, normal, regular kind of person. Give it a try and see what happens. We guarantee it will make your marriage better and you will end up fighting less and feeling understood and enjoying a deeper, deeper, deeper connection with your spouse. That's what we want you to try. Yep. Anyway, this is a kind of a pulling back the curtain and seeing what is our life on a daily basis and what we have to wrestle with. We hope that you find it helpful. We hope you find it encouraging. If you want more ideas, securemarriage.com is a good place to start. Other than that, I think that's it this time. I think so. Thanks so much, honey. We'll see y'all later. All (laughs) righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.